Hey, Matt. Yeah, Josh? For Georgia to beat us, their biggest key to victory is get Justin Fields on the field and make him outrun us and hammer us with those two beasts they have at running back. Um, we fucked up, didn't we? Yeah, um, I think what happened was we said, if Georgia's going to beat us, make Jake Fromm do it. Yeah, and Jake Fromm did it. He threw the ball And Jake Fromm said, bet. <laughs> Jake, Jake Fromm was like, oh yeah, everyone thinks I had a shitty LSU game? Well, I'm going to show you a real good Florida game. He's like, I'm going to exclusively, almost exclusively get first downs and score touchdowns on third down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, third and nine? I got this. This is exactly what situation I want to be in. Touchdown. <laughs> I'm going to drop a dime. Oh, those passes were batted down, blocked, bad, overthrown. Watch this, third and nine. I'm dropping a dime. Yeah, perfect. Perfect, <laughs> perfect. Third and 18, I got that one too. Anything in my back pocket. But you know, okay. You know what's really fun about this game? We're six and two, right? Yeah. Which is exactly where we expected to be right now. But it's a way better 6-2 and two than we ever expected, right? Yeah, I mean, the thing was, is <clears throat> at first, it's like you get really, really disappointed. The Kentucky loss, you understand being disappointed because you broke the streak, and it's a bad Kentucky team that you don't want to lose to. Turns out they're not that bad. No, they're number 11. I'm all in on Kentucky this year. They beat but Georgia. I mean... The thing with this Georgia team is they're really good. Mm-hmm. I, I genuinely believe that. And for a second, you get caught up as a Gator fan, hoping you can beat this really good Georgia team. Yeah. And you might go compete for an SEC title. Like you don't think you're gonna beat Bama? I don't think so. At least. No, I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone's gonna beat Bama. But let's talk about. Let's talk about this game from the. Well, hold the on st- one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is, is like. We start. Re- I mean, you already had the road to the playoffs for like for Florida, right? Right, and and I didn't think it was serious, but I did think it was fun. But we let ourselves we let ourselves think about this. But what I want just everybody to take a step back and really think about, yeah, is this is this Florida Gators team is six and two, yeah, and looks pretty darn good and just competed with Georgia. Yeah, so that's what I. I that's the only thing I wanted to yeah. mention was, I mean. If that first play is thrown and caught, we get a touchdown on the first mm-hmm. drive, and we don't overturn the ball and lead to them going up 10 nothing, and instead it's 7-3. Yeah. Again, like I was saying, with that, that opening drive against <coughs> Vanderbilt, I mean, that one opening drive, if it ends in us getting a touchdown, it's a whole different game. And we weren't even out of it after that. Our defense did really well up until those waning points of the game where they'd been on the field for a long time. I mean, look at that. How many st- seven, seven stops on the one-yard line? That's incredible. You're not going to see that again this year. No. Seven stops on the one-yard line. Uh, against Georgia. For negative one yard. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a it was a frustrating game to watch. Any game with three turnovers is super frustrating to watch, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But I think this is like we, we always sound like that little moaning fan. It's like, but... That first, you know, that first, the first play should have been a touchdown. Uh-huh. We shouldn't have turned the ball over three times. Nope. We would have won. 
We, we, I'm not going to say we would have won. I'm going to say we might have won. It might have been more competitive towards the end. And I, I still think that's... I'm not going to say it's something to be proud of, right? But it's something that's not all that disappointing. Yeah. We, when we looked at the schedule at the beginning of the year, we expected it to be 6-2 and two at this point. Yeah. Did we expect that other loss to be Mississippi State? Or, um, I'm sorry, did we expect that other loss to be Kentucky? No. No. But since then, we've grown into a really good football team. And I think we, we finished this year 10-2. and two. We go to a bowl game, and it's probably not going to be a New Year's Six. Right. Just because of the way it's going to shake out. Because we got some other really good teams in the SEC. But we're going to get a pretty good bowl game that we, we're going to be in a position to win. In other no, years, absolutely. I'd be scared against playing another P5 strong team in a bowl game. Well, what I think Dan Mullins really, like, has really proved is that you're in a position to win almost any game you're in. Yeah. I would absolutely agree with that. Because, so say Florida did end up playing Bama. Uh-huh. I'm not, I don't think anyone ever expects victory in that circumstance. I definitely don't, but... No, um, but you could see, you could see like, an upset. I could see an upset, and I would be like, what's Dan going to throw at him? Because I bet he's got some creative stuff what to you really... Right now? It's amazing. You know, God is good. Uh, we got humbled last week. Uh, we, really, we really went to work last week um, during the bye week, really getting better. So uh, it's amazing to kind of come out here today, uh, feel all this emotion, all the passion going on, and uh, it's unbelievable. And a lot of people want to talk about that LSU game, the pressure that you face. Well, that's Jake Fromm, everybody. <laughs> Just popping up on our screen. Just popping up. Um, but no, I think Dan can always, I think he's the coach that's going to find creative ways to be in games. Yeah. And you know my one big takeaway from this Georgia game? What is that? Was I thought we were weakest against the run. Yeah. And we stopped maybe the best duo at running back in the country. Absolutely. We did a fantastic job at stopping that. I don't think I don't think anyone would say we didn't have a really good run defense. And we had a pretty good pass defense too, except for third down. Yeah. So Georgia accounted for four hundred and twenty nine total yards. Yeah, a lot of that was it was Jake Fromm. Yeah. Florida accounted for two hundred and seventy five. Yeah. But time of possessions relatively even. Florida's twenty eight minutes to Ge- to Georgia's thirty one. Florida <coughs> had sixteen first downs. Georgia had twenty. Yep. There was a hundred percent attendance. <laughs> Not surprised. Um, I love when it tells you like, the capacity and then the actual attendance. Yeah. And the actual attendance here is like twenty thousand higher because they don't need to do it NFL style. Do you know what's not shocking though? What? This sounds shocking on the surface. Yeah. But it's not surprising at all. Okay. Georgia totaled 189 yards rushing. Yeah. We totaled 170. Wow. I mean, we got a really good running team. But we have a really we have really good running backs. Yeah. But that's still a little shocking on the surface, I think. So, um, Hot Rod didn't miss. I know you wanted him to miss so bad. I really wanted him to miss in that game so bad. Yeah, I actually have a soft spot for the guy. I'm a fan of him. I think he's nice. I like him. I'm a fan of him. I'll be honest. Uh, you can't... (laughs) Man, he just drives him. We do a really poor job at, like, disliking Georgia people. What do you mean? I just mean, like... Like, we always end up saying, like, oh, we like that guy or something. Like, we never feel like... Who else have we said that about? Elijah Holyfield? 
Yeah, that's Elijah Holyfield. That's mostly just because he's like jacked. <laughs> we like a dude just because he's jacked. Yes. I know you Matt. Like a, you yeah. like a dude just because he's jacked. I know your type. Okay, that's fair. Um, this <clears throat> podcast really paints us out to be something we're not. What? Lovers. I don't think anyone ever had that impression. Okay. Is that why you wanted me to move to New York? Yeah. Cool. No, me too. Me neither. Um. I, I've got to cut this here. I got to go look for other places <laughs> to live. I'm busy. <laughs> um. But honestly, though, how how yeah. are you feeling after that game? I feel fine. I thought I'd be really disappointed, but I I don't feel disappointed whatsoever. No, I don't either. I think it was really refreshing to see us be competitive. I mean, if you look at this game from last year. Yeah. I was worried whenever, you know, Georgia moved the ball super easy on their first drive. I But we held them to a field goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Like, we kind of stopped them when we had to. Yeah, and then Jake Fromm threw his first touchdown. His first of many. His first of many. But... Felipe scored a touchdown. Yeah. He's an elusive, powerful runner. He's, I mean, he runs. He's a nice giraffe. That's, <laughs> he's the most graceful giraffe on any college football team. Yes. Do you think yeah. this is loud? Do you think other people can hear this? I think that is going to be the loudest thing on the podcast, and I just have been wondering what you're doing. I'm try- so, for those at home, I'm using a TENS unit. Just no one knows what that is, Matt. Oh, it's electrical thing for your back or other muscles. There you go. There you go. We learn here. We learn. <sighs> okay. Cool. Good job, Matt. Thank you. Do you feel like I did well today? I think this is your most spirited <laughs> episode of the podcast. Podcast. Po- the podcast. The podcast to date. Um. So then, Hot Rod scores another field goal. I really, this is the one I was really begging to miss, right? Um, the twenty-two yarder. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> like the dude, I just wanted to miss like at the end of the at the end of the half, just like a nice chip shot. I loved, <laughs> I loved when Felipe fumbled the ball, <laughs> right at her own goal line. And it was so clearly a fumble, and you turn to me and you go, I hope this is the worst review call in college football history. <laughs> <laughs> what about my reaction on that fir- on the first play of the game? Where you flipped an ottoman? I don't think I flipped the ottoman on that on that one. I think I just threw Oh, no, that's where you screamed. You were mad. And then you flipped the ottoman later. <clears throat> yeah. I haven't seen you get that worked up for, for the Gators before. Yeah, I get, I get, I get worked up over like very specific things. Yeah, like, like the Jags always get you. They get me bad. Yeah, they get you really bad. You probably shouldn't watch them. I think maybe, is it that bad that I shouldn't watch them? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I've never flipped an ottoman for them. Hey, Gators are love. And then you know the best part of that is I was gonna leave the ottoman just flipped over. And then and then Matt came and cleaned it up. She came and cleaned it up. And you're like, just leave it. Just leave it. <laughs> She's like fixing the ottoman. Just leave it. <laughs> She's trying to be nice. Didn't even like scold you or anything for flipping shit over. Didn't say, Josh, 
She's just like, yeah. Well, and then, like, not long later, I went to, I caught myself in the motion of flipping it again, but I realized we had company, company was over at that point. Yeah, that would have been embarrassing. And I just really call it, like, a, but it's not embarrassing to tell all of our listeners, all thousand of y'all. All, thousand? Have you seen the latest numbers? 1,500. I'm counting. Um, Welcome to Matt and Josh's Two Bits. I do want to talk about, because we're kind of going score by score here. Yeah. I want to talk about maybe one of the <clears throat> best throws I've seen Felipe had. Mm-hmm. Was that pass to Freddie Swain. Yeah. I just thought that was a wonderful pass. That, that was such a quick drive. That was an adult throw. Yeah. That whole that whole thing was really fast. It felt really good. Then the following scoring play, Holloman gets us again. Yeah. Guess what? Almost the same play. Yeah. So we were up, in, we, we were ahead for exactly three minutes and two seconds that entire game. And they catch us on the same play. Yeah, the same, like, just like a little fade. the fade to the left side of the end zone. Picking on the same guy. Yeah, I just... Which, that, that actually brings up a good point. <clears throat> With Stewart and Henderson being out, Yeah, it's easy to say, well, if they were in, they that wouldn't have happened, right? Yeah. That is. But I, it's easy to say, but I also think it's fair. Cause it, it probably is fair. That's probably not a throw that, I mean, at least twice it doesn't happen. No, it doesn't happen twice. It one happens of them, they once. Get, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Credit Especially the second too. one where there was actually... There was solid coverage, and the throw was a little bit off. That one, for sure, was broken yes. up. The first one was really good. Fucking from. Well, because the second one's almost broken up anyway. Yeah. So yeah. you have somebody who's a little bit better. Yeah. I think I think you're right on that one. Yeah. And then we got Blankenship with an 18-yard field goal to end the quarter, pretty much. I, was, I thought he was going to miss that one, too. You thought he was going to miss all of them. I just, I, you know what? I'm gonna be honest. I never thought that dude's gonna miss anything. You could line him up, yeah, on his own forty, and I'd be like, "Hey, he's got a shot." <laughs> the glasses, man. You think he's got that seventy-yard field goal? Well, I think I think what it is is the glasses yeah. make everything look like it's fifteen yards. The glasses take twenty yards off. <laughs> <laughs> so he's looking at it. And he's like, "Oh, this is gonna be a really tough forty-yard shot. I should put a little bit of extra leg on it." And it just skyrockets through the uprights. Some yeah. of the fans, like one of the fans, still catches it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love uh, that. I, I like him. Yeah, I do. I like him. The glasses just get me mad. Dude, I they did like the little Home goggles during college game day. They did a little thing on him, and he said that kids are like saying that they feel empowered to wear goggles and stuff and glasses while they play sports. That's kind of cool. People are dressing up like him for Halloween. That's big. You know what's interesting? No one dressed up like you for Halloween. That's not true, but... Um, what? Yeah, don't... Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, we talk about... Apparently, because you said because we give Blankenship and Elijah Holyfield... We talk about them a little bit, that we like Georgia players, right? Yeah, okay. That's kind of messing with you, but yeah. I don't want to know... That Rodrigo Blankenship says he's empowering children to wear their glasses because I don't actually want to like him. Right. You want to There's hate also him. a documentary on Netflix about like Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm. Yeah. No, I'll love it. No, I'll end up really liking the QB1. guy. 
Yeah, QB1. Will not watch it. Okay. And I've been like, I was thinking if we beat them, I might watch it because it doesn't matter at that <laughs> point. I want, I want to have no attachment to the dude. Right. I don't want to ever be like, you know what, he's a solid dude, good for him. Right, right, because it's Georgia. Yeah. you got to hate Georgia with all your heart. <clears throat> Do you hate Georgia with all your heart? Yes. They're your biggest rival? Yeah, I think so. They just get under my skin in a different way. Okay. More than Oregon State? I know you hate them. You never really told me why you hate Oregon State, though. I know. I don't hate Oregon State. Mike Gundy and his mullet. I'm all there. I'm there for it. <laughs> That's not Mike Gundy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you $20 right now if you can name the Oregon State head coach. I can, though. You can? You think you can name the Oregon State? I just State. cannot. I'm just blanking. I will oh! Oregon State, <laughs> not Oklahoma State. Dang. <laughs> I was like, there's no way this is... I, I've never <laughs> felt so dumb for 30 seconds in my life. And I'm like... I would have put money that Mike Gundy yeah. was the like the Oklahoma State coach with his mullet. <laughs> That's absolutely him. But yeah. Who's Oregon State's coach? God, I don't know. This is one of those ones where I'll be like, oh, yeah, totally. Probably not. Jonathan Smith. I You could have given me a million years, and I would have not you know the guessed funny, the whitest name. The funniest thing about that is I could have, if I just would have went for the, like, most basic fake yeah, name. common first, last name. Yeah, I would John have got, Smith. I would have just you, won the best. If I just would have tried to bluff and just went, oh, John Smith. And you're like, dang, Josh. I got to give you $20 now. I can't believe. I think that'd be a fun game to play. Like, how many head coaches do you think you could name? I don't know. Either a lot or four. <laughs> do you think you could name half of the head coaches? No, that's... Do you think you can half name... the head coaches in what? I was gonna say, do you think you? I was gonna say, do you think you can name half of the head coaches in the SEC? We will cut all of that. <laughs> that was fun. This was that was probably the most boring segment we've ever done. Yeah, that's getting cut for sure. You know who that was not sponsored by? Who was that not sponsored by? Taylor Jeans Entertainment. If you're having a party, corporate event, or even a wedding, especially a wedding in the North Florida area, be sure to check out our friends at Taylor King or Taylor Teams Entertainment. Taylor Teams is a professional entertainment company based based in Northeast Florida, providing host personality, DJ services, music, lighting effects, and more for whatever killer party you want to have. That sounds great. You want to know how to find them? Absolutely. www.tailoredteamsevents.com Or you can even call them on the phone at 904-990-3979. They, they sponsored the rest of this podcast. Except for that segment. Except for that segment. They're like, hey, Matt, if you if you go up on a tangent and it just kind of sucks, we want nothing to do with that. Yeah, because we're all about fun. We're all about fun. And excitement. Yeah. And other things. Like, hosting parties. And making your guests have the time of their lives. It's weird that we keep talking about the ad that literally just played. It's weird that we have ads. All of it's weird. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> our 26,000 subscribers are really excited about it, though. Where were we, though, before we got off on the head coaching tangent? 
Oh, liking coaches and players and stuff. So not a lot of game. I mean, there's only so much we can say about our game. We didn't really. We we did our best to fight back, but I think this Georgia team is really good. So by the end of it, it was it was really hard for our team to overcome what we were facing. Yeah. And I think in a couple of years, this might be a team. Maybe next year, this might be a team that really can bounce back from this kind of thing and really can fight forward and keep the score close the whole game. And who knows? Maybe maybe win beat Georgia. Well, I'm, I'm not sure. So here's one thing that was circulated a lot, and I'm guilty of this, ahead of this matchup. Yeah. Was comparing Franks to Fromm's numbers. Yeah. It, it popped up a lot. Yeah. Because they were so close. And we talked about it. It was talked about on actual media outlets and everything like that. Yeah. <clears throat> it was going around as memes. Well, let me tell you the stats that count. Felipe Franks, 105 yards... One touchdown, one interception. Yep. He was also 13 for 21. Not terrible. Not awful. Jake Fromm. Yeah. 17 for 24, 240 yards, yeah. three touchdowns. Yeah, that's a 70% completion rate. It's also three touchdowns. Yeah. The same three touchdowns. The <laughs> um, but the point in all that is, like... We've been talking about how having even an average quarterback play would be really good for this for the Gators football team. Yeah. How Mullins really getting the most out of Franks and everything, and we've been heaping. I've been we I've been heaping. I think Franks is pretty. He's getting pretty good. Yeah. I, that touchdown pass was a big time throw. Did he throw the ball away once yesterday? One time, I think he threw the ball away. Well, I'm. But I'd rather him throw it away than try to force something wild. But what I'm saying is he's not throwing it away because he's running. That's true. That's a good he's point. He's using his legs. I mean, I'm surprised by – I'm genuinely surprised by how well he's playing at quarterback. I'm not – I know we lost this game, but that might be the best Franks we've seen. See, that's interesting because I don't think this was his best performance. What do you think his best performance? Vanderbilt? Maybe Vanderbilt. That's I just, fair. I just – I don't think I think he's still getting better each week. He looked like a mature quarterback. Yeah. But he's still not a difference maker, I guess. Okay. But I think he is very much becoming that average quarterback, even a, maybe a game manager or something like that. Yeah. That we've really needed. He's not <clears throat> Is he no longer a liability, but you you need more from him to win these big kind of these big time games. Okay, that's where I think I'm at. It. I think he's getting pretty darn good. I uh-huh. think he could get a lot better. I might catch some heat for that, but I think he could get a lot better. I think he can get a lot better, but I, I'm just I'm very <clears throat> excited about what I did see. Yeah. Now is he going to be that difference maker that we really need? That in college football there's a running back, a receiver, a quarterback typically yeah. that elevates the entire team. There's that one guy. I don't know if we... We don't have that standout player right now. And I think that's okay. But do you think Franks could become that standout player? No. Okay. I don't think he can become that standout player because I just... I don't think he has enough time to develop correctly to become the standout player. And you know what I think is crazy? 
is are people demanding that Emory Jones gets the rest of the season to get experience so he can play next season? I, I think, think that's, that's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think that's fair at all. <clears throat> I think Frank still goes. As of now, the way it probably works is Franks is probably still your starting quarterback heading out of out of the spring game. Yeah. And in the summer, unless someone comes in, unless Emory really steps up or Trask finally really steps up. But yeah, I mean that's what I said, right? I yeah. did say he is going to be. <clears throat> you think he's our the quarterback, quarterback next year? I think he's our quarterback next year. But we saw one pass from Emory, and you're not going to see it on the statistics because it was pass interference, right? Yeah. But we saw one pass from Emory Jones. It was good. Well, that, but you have to think, so, it, I mean, he it was perfect. He dropped yeah. it right in the basket. Yeah. You couldn't ask for a better one pass. Yeah. And I think that's really, that's something that I love from Dan Mullen. Everyone expects Emory Jones to come in and be a runner. Yeah. And they go deep with him. Yeah. I think that was, I think, though, honestly, Matt, you look at that more as a trick play mm-hmm. than maybe his ability to throw down the field. Okay, that's fair. <clears throat> but, it, I mean, knowing he is the quarterback... Mm-hmm. Of the future in some level, right? Knowing he he is our he is yeah. a quarterback on our team, that gives you hope. No, it does. But you got to remember, like Frank's his entire thing was he could he could sling the ball. He can sling it, right? But Frank's won't be there forever. Yeah. And there's more to quarterback position than just being able to fling it. So if Emery is a serious dual threat, which Frank's might be too now, but if Emery is a serious threat to run. I mean, it, it could be really good for the future, and I just think that's what I'm getting at. And again, like I said, I don't think he is the starter next year. I think he gets, I think he gets playtime, and I think they'll utilize him a lot. But I just don't think he's the starter. So you don't think Emery's the starter? You think French retains the job next year, barring yeah. some monster recruit that can come in and start immediately? Yeah. Um, and I think Frank's does a good job. Could happen at any university. That's not that's not a, a shot at Frank's. Yeah, of that could happen not. anywhere. I mean, Kelly Bryant's out on his ass essentially. Yeah. So um, Jalen Hurts. Over two seasons, he lost two games. So, this is something we have to get into. Yeah, probably don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it. Yeah, you still don't believe in curses? No, that's dumb. Um, that's stupid. Georgia, Georgia was a better team and beat us. So what do you think? It's just a total coincidence to being 0-3 in white helmets, like in the modern era? Yeah. There, you just qualified it right there, in the modern era. Era. What counts as the modern era? What about... What were we wearing when we lost to Ole Miss? Well, that's what, what were we wearing when we <clears throat> lost to Auburn in 2006? See, this is my favorite, like, argument that you make, is that, like, we've lost a whole lot of games in orange helmets. Yeah. Are those cursed? Maybe. Maybe those are cursed. Maybe, maybe blue helmets are cursed. That's, don't, maybe, s- don't speak of that evil. <laughs> maybe the Gators are cursed. We curse teams. We, we curse teams. Speaking of cursing teams, I'd love to talk about LSU Alabama. We got the playoff rankings coming out Tuesday. I think it's going to be a great game. I think LSU wins. I do, I, I just. And you think Kentucky beats Georgia. I don't, I don't I don't think Kentucky beats Georgia, but I'm rooting for Kentucky. So, tell me your quick five takeaways or five preview takeaways. Five 
five pump ups. What? Five things to watch for. Five okay. Five things to watch for for what? Which game? LSU Alabama. LSU Alabama. So, I think Tua is gonna have to play a full game, which I genuinely hate to see. Right? I wouldn't be disappointed if Alabama pulls away thirty nothing in the first half, and Tua doesn't go out there in the second half. I think that'd be wonderful. I think that'd be awesome and a lot of fun and funny because Tua is the Tua is the Heisman winner. You think so? Yeah. I think he'll be far and away the Heisman winner. There's just no one in the category with him. So that's uh, one. So that's my first takeaway. The other takeaway is going to be um, watch out for LSU's defense in the first half. They're making a really big deal about White being ejected to the point where they're thinking about doing a whiteout for the game since he is out for the first half, doing a whiteout, which I think is really funny. Um, so keep an eye on that. Trick plays, I think, might have something to do with this. From Orgeron's side, I think I think Nick Saban and Alabama keep this to like a very tight game in terms of play calling. Um, number four, this game is historically really close. Alabama won last year ten nothing. And fun fact, the last time Alabama scored under ten points was in two thousand eleven when they lost to LSU nine six. That's few points. You got a mind for stats, bud. I do. Um, they always, they always keep this game close. LSU does, even if it doesn't feel as close as it is. The score is very close. I wouldn't be surprised if this is the year where Alabama breaks away, and it's a clear, it's a clear just runaway game. I know I said LSU wins, <coughs> but stronger heads prevail sometimes. Uh, last but not least, I'm gonna say. I don't even know if that was four. Is that four or five? Yeah, I'm just going to... Whatever this is. Last one. Alabama will very likely win this game, and they will very likely win it big. But I don't want... But I don't think that that means LSU is a bad team if they lose big to Alabama. No, absolutely not. They're a bad I team. I think it's possible that if Alabama didn't exist, this LSU team would be far and away the best in the country. That's a big statement. Yeah. <clears throat> Like I said, if Alabama didn't exist. We're living in a world now where the best team is just so obvious. Yeah. And they have been for the past four years. I know they lost to Clemson in 2016, but... How nuts would it be? How crazy would Tua's story be if he, if he leads Alabama to the first undefeated team to win the national championship in the playoff era? Yeah. Do you think they end up playing Clemson? This year? Oh, boy. I think this year is going to be really weird. I could see it being Clemson again, just because those are the teams that know how to handle the playoffs. Right. I, I don't even know who the other two teams are going to be. A lot of people think Notre Dame's going to be in there. Yeah, I, I don't see it ending, ending up happening for some reason. But, okay, Notre Dame could be in there. And then the fourth team is, what, Michigan? Maybe. I mean, you're looking at maybe Ohio State beats them. Do they still get in with that big loss to Purdue? Texas lost yesterday, so what, Oklahoma again? I could see that. I could see yeah. Oklahoma playing Texas in the Big 12 championship game. Well, you're allowed one loss now. You're allowed... I mean, one loss is kind of mandatory at this yeah. point. But I'm not saying I'm not saying one loss is bad at all. I, I'm saying it's totally fine, but I just don't know who's going to beat Alabama in the playoffs. And I don't know... Clemson might be really good. 
I mean, they beat FSU 59 to 10. I'm happy with that. And with that, I'd like to I'd like to call call this week's podcast. That's it. We're we're at, we're done. Go home. Stop listening. Bye. Bye. Go Gators. Go Gators.